This is a quiz podcast, episode 39F, 2008 Chicago Open, round 7 between four boys, no goys, and a lousy night to be an atheist. Pastor Coronel, Minister of the Interior, Edgar Innsfahn, who we later dismissed. He was opposed by a coup of Mendez Fleitas, then president of the Central Bank, who supported Rodez Epifanistas, and also by the renovation movement and the Febreristas, who had fought against the earlier government of his mentor, Higinio Moringo. Just like Charles Miggs, this ruler spent a formative period of his life in the trunk of a car. He was captured in a coup and taken to a foreign embassy, which led him to be known as Colonel Trump. After gaining power, taking power, he proclaimed a constitutional state of siege and renewed it every, mu- every three months. Hosted in a coup led by Andres Rodriguez for 10 boys, think of man. C3? Stressner? Yep. Uh, it can provide the slope of a coexistence curve on a pressure temperature curve and is similar in form to the Bandhoff equation, named as W upon the squigna that relates the log of vapor pressure to the enthalpy of vaporization, uh, universal gas constant, and temperature. Gibbs to him. Is that like similar to Bandhoff? That might be. Just say it. Sure. Really long. Uh, Clausius Platon. Yeah. Clausius Platon derivation uses this double atomic equation, which says that the sum over all components of the product of the number of moles and the chemical potential increase for that component equals yeah, the product. Uh, equals the product of oh. and temperature differential minus the product of volume and pressure differential. What's your answer? Yeah. Although Clausius Platon can be used to look for water uh, at water vapor pressure, this double atomic empirical equation is the standard one for calculating the saturation water vapor pressure at specific temperatures. A newer double atomic equation to do the same thing is known as the Arden Bach equation. Also, oh, Goff Crotch. Goff Crotch. Good. Yes. 30 points there. Who wrote the text? That's a Michigan 20 right there. Michigan 20. Yeah, where you miss the easy part and get the two words. <laughs> Both the Aotvas rule and the guggenheim katayama equation describe the relationship between this quantity and temperature, and it can be calculated experimentally in methods named for Denui or Wilhelmi. The, Marignoni, the, the Marangoni effect deals with gradients of this quantity, which explains the Plateau-Rayleigh instability. The partial derivative of it with respect to the log of concentration appears on the right side of the Gibbs isotherm equation, and pressure is related to it and curvature of the Young-Laplace equation, which is used in medicine to model alveoli. For ten point in this quantity symbolized by lowercase gamma that is lessened by surfactants. I was hoping that would be NRT again. That was, that was a quality <laughs> toss-up that I want repeated. A small crescent moon rises in the top left, and a castle is perched on a craggy alpine mountain in the background. Based on an account by Johannes Aventinus, named this painting by Albrecht Altdorfer, whose subject is revealed by a giant plaque and pink tapestry floating in the center of the sky. <laughs> Just a battle of um, yes. yes. Yeah, battle of the Ten Nudes. That's Battle of the Nudes, yes. Okay. Battle of the Ten Nudes is an engraving by the uh, by this early Renaissance Florentine, uh, this, depicting his characteristic display of the muscular male form. He also created a bronze depiction of Judith and a canvas of Hercules and Antaeus. Oh, I know this. Pola Urolo? Yep. In this painting by Peter Borgel the Elder, a fat man rides a giant beer cab and prepares to joust with a weak haggard figure on a stool who holds a griddle plate. People on the left happily perform the smutty play The Ugly Wife, while the right has pious people coming out of the church. Um, like Netherlandish Proverbs. What? Netherlandish Proverbs? They're all battles, so it's the battle between Carnival and Lent. Yeah. Ooh, okay. <coughs> Interesting. Up on himself by his team. Damn, what did you get on that bonus now? 20? 20. Yeah. 20. Okay. 
Here we go. Now, this composes Opus 78 is this Concierto Fantastico, which consists of three movements of Allegro non, non Topo, with Reveille, East Scherzo, and Allegro. A dubious story says that he was a stowaway on a ship bound for South America, and later he composed for the librettos of Francis Money Coots, which resulted in works like the three act opera Merlin. Another work of his was transcribed for three guitars by Christophe de Jure and includes sections depicting a polo match, one in which a, uh, in which a sayete interrupts the march depicting the procession of Corpus Christi. That work is a set of 12 piano pieces subtitled Impressions in four volumes, which begins with Evocacion. The tempo is named a Spanish piano virtuoso who composed Iberia. C3. Yeah, is. Yep. Uh, following about Didi to Bubir, Gilgamesh encounters this divine barmaid, who eventually lets him uh, into her tavern and tries to dissuade him from pursuing immortality, but finally tells him where to find the boatman in her tsunami. Nergal? Possibly, I don't know. Maybe. I didn't sound like something. There you go. This giant owned an enormous <coughs> cauldron used to brew beer, which overflowed its froth into the ocean. Thor coveted his cauldron for the Aesir and went on a fishing expedition with him. But this deity cut the line, and Thor was about to reel in the Midgard Serpent. I'm here. And Ra ordered his attendants to brew 7,000 jugs of beer colored with mandrake to disguise it as human blood in order to fool this angry goddess, who is the lioness form of the generally more peaceful Hathor. Oh, segment. At one point, the main character of this book asks to borrow the costume of Telephus along with his Missian hat, a staff, basket, cup, and some herbs, and he assumes the guise of a beggar to make a speech. Earlier, he's brought to see Pseudotibus, referred to as the King's Eye, who tells him that the great king will send no gold. At the end, he parades off with two women in hand after winning the Feast of Cups, a drinking contest, and his joy is contrasted with the general Lamachus, who always burnishes a gorgon's head and ends up getting wounded jumping over a ditch. That protagonist is earlier chased by a chorus of charcoal burners who attempt to stone him, as they're furious that he helped Amphitheus by traveling to make a private peace of 30 years with before. Uh, so this is... Yeah, Parthenius. What the hell is that called? Which was in this play about the farmer Dicaeopolis, who was opposed in his quest for peace by the title yeah. residence, a play by Aristophanes. Uh, that's, yeah. that's it, shit, it was the first play by Aristophanes, like I... Fucking read that. I just cannot think of a stupid name. This book follows a nameless man who begins to grow radish sprouts from his legs, at which point his doctor suggests visiting a spa in Hell Valley. In this novel, in which that man is strapped to a hospital bed by the sexy vampire known as Damselfly and proceeds to go to all sorts of wacky places. Like, I don't know, Carmilla? Carmilla? Kangaroo Notebook. In this novel, a fat survivalist named Pig, but nicknamed Mole, converts an underground quarry into the title structure to save humanity from a nuclear holocaust, but it comes to be invaded by the Boone Brigade. Okay, who wrote Kangaroo Notebook? This is so... Is it Lessing? Maybe, like, what is the title structure then? What do you got? Um, Grass is Singing? The Ugg Sakura. Those novels are by this Japanese writer who tells about Nikki Humpe in Women of Doom. Yeah, yeah. So it's Kawabe. I forgot the arc song existed. What was the first one? Uh, Kangaroo Book. Yeah, Kangaroo Book. Yeah, fucking. Okay, uh, yep, here we go. This 
man originated the use of the term stimulus error to describe observers who pay undue attention to physical properties of objects, and he argued in favor of four attributes, quality, intensity, duration, and clarity. Although he notoriously excluded women from the group he founded, several of his students were women, including the author of The Animal Mind, Margaret Floyd Washburn, and Joy Paul Gilbert. In his book, A Beginner's Psychology, he argues that perceptions revolve into sensations which compose a core, but meaning is generated by context. A biography of him was written by his, more famous by his most famous student, E.G. Boring, and this author of A Primer of Psychology gained fame for bringing the thought of another psychologist to America. Kitchener. gave the government special emergency powers to censor the press, detain without trial, and arrest suspect without warrant. Also known as the Black Acts, for 10 point things, legislation in 1919, which was passed over unanimous opposition by Indian members. Yep. Yeah. Displeasure with the Ballot Acts led to the, this event a month later, in which the British General Reginald Dyer ordered his troops to fire on the demonstrations. Yeah, the Secretary of State for India made a declaration in 1917 proclaiming, uh, promising gradual self-rule for India. And in 1918, he published a namesake report with Viceroy Chelmsford calling for a diarchy to govern the nation. Montague. Good point. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. Good job. And reported on the And the first part of this book ends by discussing an article by William Neal entitled Modality, De Dicto, and De Re, which the author uh, uses to show a violation of the non-circularity condition. At another point, the author invents, invents two heavenly bodies, Hesperus and Phosphorus, and supposes a table be made of ice from the Thames River. He also cites an article by Timothy Sprigg on essential properties, though he would retract that reference in his later essay, A Puzzle About Belief. A central argument in this work is that the identity between mental state and brain state cannot be contingent, which means that it must not be proven, need not be proven empirically, because both of those terms are rigid designators. That is, they refer to the same entity in every possible world. Consisting of three lectures given at Princeton in 1970, for 10 points, in most famous philosophical work by Saul Kripke. Oh, uh, naming and necessity. Good job. Yes. I mean, I was thinking that at the time, especially when he's talking about like his lectures. Uh, about the most exciting of topics, the common law of contract. This frequently invoked rule says that a contract should be interpreted as fully integrated, such that it represents the final binding agreement of the parties. The rule is used to prevent a court from looking outside the four corners of a contract to rule for a party. Um, Teacher rules. Unfortunately, not current law students. Kind of thing? No. Parole evidence rule. A contract is voidable if one can raise this common legal defense, defined as an unlawful threat or coercion of body harm or death used to induce another to act in a manner they otherwise would not. Oh, this is like coercion. Extortion. Like coercion. Like anything? Coercion. Duress. Oh. This is the rule which requires certain contracts such, contracts such as land contracts and those over a certain dollar value to be made in writing and signed by the person against whom they're to be enforced. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to bust new stuff. There's no like Charles River Bridge pity points in here. What is this? It's called the Statute of Frauds. Alright. Cause uh, this uh, the passage of this legislation was followed a year later by the Hollander Law, named for Jacob Harris Hollander, which placed taxes on commodities like German beer and allowed for appointment of Federico Degatau. This law resulted in an appointment of a man who was serving as assistant secretary of the Navy, Charles Herbert Allen, the owner of the famed Allen House in Lowell, Massachusetts. 
After some political strife, it was modified by the Olmstead Amendment, which gave power to an executive department. Seventeen years later, it was replaced by an act co-sponsored by John Shafroth, but better known as the Jones Act, which created the Bill of Rights and extended citizenship, also known as the Organic Act. Four acres? I think I might. It's tree asking principles of human knowledge. I'll say this. Tree asking concerning the principles of human knowledge. Nah, it's new theory of vision. New theory of vision. Yeah. It's like a, something about vision. Yeah. Seeing things. Uh, one source holds that this deity originated as a local god of Rakotis, springing from the rocks and healing the sick there. He is often depicted as a robed man with full beard and flowing locks, wearing a tall corn modius, a basket upon his head, though he occasionally has curved ram horns and appears as a bearded serpent with his consort. He always uh, he appears enthroned with the three-headed Cerberus at his feet at his cult center, a namesake temple in Alexandria, which was destroyed by Theodosius in 389 CE. The name is syncretic deity, introduced under Ptolemy the first. He combines elements of Helios and Zeus, and his name represents a fusion of the bull Apis with Osiris. Oh. Oh. Got nothing to say about this. Bile, um, what's this be? Bile, is it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Bill Rubens. Yep. Bill Rubens' open structure that's four subunits makes it not one of this class of compounds, like its precursor heme. This class is defined by four pure white rings joined together. Problems with their synthesis leads to an insect neurological or cutaneous disease. Something from past. Come on. Wait, wait. The major precursor of porphyrin is this molecule itself synthesized from glycine and succinyl-CoA that has been successfully used to give fluorescent properties to certain brain tumors to help delineate them during surgery. ALA. Aminolevulinic acid. Yes, that's going to take Okay. You have 15, so you have three nags in you to stave off. <laughs> three nags before we're able to get them. Four until we're negative. Yeah. So I was like, guesses. This character once appeared briefly as a defendant on the Night Court episode, Still Another Day in the Life, where we, he was reprimanded by, George, uh, by Judge Stone, while an episode of Family Guy has him appear as a passenger in Peter Griffin's car. His protege is the 10-year-old Calamity, who reads books on physics and swims in his large high-top shoes. A character very similar to him goes to work every morning with his good buddy Sam Sheepdog. B3? I've never seen an episode of this, but is this Clifford? No. Oh. <laughs> Although they are bit of rivals at work, that, that character is called Ralph. He describes himself as a super genius with an IQ of 207 million when he once constructed a Burmese tiger trap, which somehow managed to catch a real tiger and was surprise of us, surprise of us. Pretend with this devoted customer of the Acme Corporation. Wildly coyote. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sweet. Great question. I had an early game effect with them and didn't make it instantly transparent. Well, See, those you... do exist. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, but we'll then you can't make clues back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, questions about what I'm going to call a scatological literature. The blind flower girl, Nidia, falls in love with Glaucus, who takes Ionia as his lover, but is nearly thrown to the lions by the priest of Abbasis in this 1834 novel by Edward Bulwer Lytton, which is set before the eruption of Vesuvius. Oh, no, it's Last Days of Pompeii. Right? Oh, okay, yeah, Last Days of Pompeii. Yeah, the murder of Ed Yellings, the owner of the solid gumbo works, is at, is at the center of this author's book, The Last Days of Louisiana Red. He's also known for the poem, I Am a Cowboy in the Boat of Ra, and telling of the quest of Papa Ross in Mumbo Jumbo. Oh, okay. read, read, right? Oh, read. Oh, yeah, read. Read. Yep, The Last Days of Mankind is a self-described play to be performed on Mars, written by this Austrian satirist. It represents a collection of newspaper articles and propaganda from World War One Vienna. Oh, um, like, Grill Parser? It's called Krauss. <laughs> Grill Parser. I by Carl Van Lu shows several men hunch around a tree, while the one by Johann Liss only has two figures. In the more famous version by Titian, a child puts his hand on a panting dog at the bottom right. It seems to be falling at mouth and its hand head overlaps with a torn boot, while another figure carries a metal bucket of water and a small scrawny dog at the bottom center looks up spilt blood. That version by Julia, the version by Giulio Romano shows the intercession of Olympus, pleading on behalf of his master, while the one by Giuseppe de Ribera has a scene with a figure dressed in red, floating on the left and thrusting his hand into a writhing figure hanging upside down on a tree. The, the canvas by Titian uses the artist's self-portrait as Midas. For ten points, name this scene in which a Phrygian satyr suffers punishments at the hands of Apollo upon leaving... The flame of time. 
Oh, no. oh, oh, a musical contest. Right. Oh, I'm stupid. What's this? Two. The playing of Focus. Marcius. 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 Okay. This document resulted from an event sometimes known as the Protest of the Five Knights, an argument against its passage was put forth by Robert Heath and was nearly successful until it was pointed out in Darnell's case, until that Darnell's case was only a temporary judgment. Heath was opposed by Lord Celian Say. In addition to it, it was suggested by Thomas Weston and the Earl of Arundel, but that compromised version was rejected, as was the version of Thomas Wentworth, which was spoken against by John Eliot. Before? The uh, reform bill? No. Yeah. Um, Leslie targeted George Villiers, the Duke of Buckingham. Some of its provisions forbade the quartering of soldiers and martial law in time of peace and was drafted by Henry Coke. Then was in this document, which also required taxation and unjust imprisonment, a 1628 statement of civil liberties in opposition to King Charles I. Petition of right. Okay, so Jerry doesn't know a damn thing about valleys. Let's see if he knows something about plains. Once traversed by the Via Maris, the plain of West, this plain of Western Israel so extends from ancient Jaffa to Caesarea, home to the resort city of Netanya, lies between the dunes of the Mediterranean and the foothills of Samaria. Uh, this area, notably featuring coast topography, stretches across South Australia and Western Australia, just above the Great Australian Bight. It's crossed by the Trans Australian Railway. Like the great Nullarbor Plain? Yeah. Yeah, great. Uh, Nullarbor Plain. Yeah. Yes. This roughly 500 square mile diamond shaped region in the north of Laos uh, contains the towns of Bonsaban, the capital of Xian Quan. Okay, this. We should probably know this. What is yeah, this? plain in Laos. Um, like Vientiane. The plain of Jaws. Jerry notably did not know the Big Hob Valley at ACF Championship game. It was a bonus part. They zeroed that bonus. They zeroed that bonus. Ten more would have taken. Lost the five. They lost the final by five points because he didn't know the Big Hob Valley and really other reasons. The, this experiment featured a, an emitting iron-57 nucleus that was placed in a crystal lattice in order to counteract the Mossbauer effect. That iron sample was placed in a speaker, and the speaker was oscillated with a frequency between 10 hertz and 50 hertz. The effect in question competes with the Doppler shift due to special relativity, so the experimenter decided to find the point at which the effects canceled. Performed at Harvard's Jefferson... The Pound-Rapka experiment? Yep. Very nice. So what did Pound-Rapka? Wow. Uh, it's going to buy the Mossbauer, but... Uh, the early Renaissance philosopher George of this place actually held from Crete and taught language in Mantua, and in the city on the coast of the Black Sea, which was the center of an empire that outlasted the Byzantine Empire in Constantinople after its founding in 1204 until it was taken over by Mehmet II. Uh, it's like in, it's, it, okay, so something like this in like northern Anatolia. Like, like, got the traps on? Yeah. Nice. After the last days of Constantinople, Alexius of this Byzantine established himself as Emperor of Trebizond. A better known member was Anna, who compiled yeah. Alexia. Yeah. yeah. The, em the, the Empire of Trebizond clashed with this Sultanate established by the Seljuk Turks of Iznik and Konya in the 1070s. This was the largest of the Sultan states which emerged after Manzikov. Seljuk Sultanate? Wait. Uh. 
Got anything? No. Move on. Salt with the Vama. At one point, this character declares the Greeks never made anything ugly, and I'm a Hellenist. He is fond of saying that there are such things as necessary follies, and it's remarked that he was the most beautiful of men by Sam Singleton when his body is found flung off a cliff during a storm on his way to Interlaken. He ridicules the lack of knowledge of Mr. Leavenworth and creates a bronze work called Thirst, which is not appreciated by his mentor, Mr. Stryker. He is engaged to Mary Garland, but chooses to leave law school and his mother to accompany Roland Mallet, which leads him to fall in love with the adventurous... Uh, Robert Hudson? Yep. Damn it. Right. You know what seems to be all the way to these... You know what seems to be all the rage these days? Baseball pitchers who have survived cancer. This lymphoma survivor pitched the clinching game of last year's World Series for the Red Sox and threw a no-hitter in May. This started for the years on the Diamondbacks, known as Double D, responded to the return to the rotation this season after having his thyroid removed. Yep. A less recent survivor was this left-handed reliever diagnosed with testicular cancer before reaching the majors. He pitched his first four years from 1999 to 2003 with the Angels, winning the World Series with them as their lefty specialist. And he's now pitching pretty well for the Mets. Is it Brendan Donald? Oh, no, no, it's Feliciano. Sure, it's worth it. Feliciano. Scott Schultz. Showing like oh, you. The guy on your team. He was on your team for a short amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they would have said, like, this guy was, like, a swing a swing reliever with the Angels and Blue Jays, I would have got it, but I didn't really know Well, I mean, his big thing was the World Series, so I think it's pretty well now. I, I mean, I well, a lot of people just want the names. Yeah, they had a really good goal. Yeah, Don Boyd. K-Rod. Shields. Scott Shields. And their closer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, this type of deity is represented in Malaysian mythology by Raja Angen, in Chinese tradition by Feng Po Po, a goddess who rides a tiger. Polynesian myth features one named Hanui Orangi, while one in Aztec myth fell in love with a mortal named Maya Huel and was known as Ehekato. One in Greek myth was the father of Kalei and Zetis, who abducted. See, two. These are like the winds. Yep. This thinker discussed how incoming communities are pushed aside by dominant existing ones in the established and the outsiders, written with John Scottson, and discussed reality congruence in involvement and detachment. Name this author of The Loneliness of the Dying, who, along with Eric Dunning, wrote about the role of sport and leisure in society and the quest for excitement. Well, um, this is exciting. I don't think I know this. I don't think I Just say a name. Johnson. Norbert Elias is best known for this two-volume classic of sociology, in which he traces the development of attitudes towards things like table manners, sex, violence, and bodily functions in Western Europe since the formation of the post-medieval state. History of Civilizing process? Yep. A similar three-volume work, The History of Sexuality, was written by this philosopher. Its first volume, The Will to Power, discusses biopower. Klein? That's a Foucault. Yeah, I was going to say that. Oh, bio. I should have to give you. That would be. Yeah. yeah. The revised roof of this building was reportedly inspired by the Muak Kui, uh, a traditional bamboo head of China. Home to a permanent collection with canvases like The Sadness of the King and Woman with a Guitar, it stands alongside the Stravinsky Fountain and houses Earcam, an institution for acoustic research. 
Much to the outrage of its original architect, it was renovated in 1999. Poppy Do Center? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Involving John Hasek with the author covered as a reporter for the Des Moines Daily, this book was an adaptation of the one-act play Trifles. In this short story, which revolves around Minnie Wright and her relationship to town people like Lewis and Martha Hale. Um, is this like the it's, it's, egg? No, it's Susan Glassbolt. It's um, she has name with the Golden um, Inheritors. That's a jury of her peers. This playwright from uh, Iowa wrote the jury of her peers and the play Allison's House. Yeah, Glassbolt. Yeah, along with her husband, George Cram Cook, Glasgow founded this theater group in Massachusetts yeah, in 1915. Yeah, One molecule that promotes this process is delta-like ligand 4, which binds to the nitro receptor, while the enzyme PKG inhibits it. NRP1 is a co-receptor for a molecule involved in this process that can bind FLIC and FLIC receptors, and other namesake proteins bind to tie 1 and 2. One type of it is known as intersusception, and that process is aided by the actions of MMPs and tissue plasminogen activators in the matrix, as well as signaling cascades set off by PDGF and FGF. One of Hanahan and Weinberg's hallmarks of cancer, it is the target of the, of the drug Abaskin, which is a monoclonal antibody against a potent player in this process, VEGF. Potemboids uh, identified this process utilized in wound healing and by tumors in which new blood vessels are formed from existing ones. Before. Is that neogenesis? No. Angiogenesis. Ah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Not think of the name of it. Oh, like, like, yeah, like, like about halfway through that talk, yeah. I was like, creeping blood vessels, thing. Uh, it was written by, uh, it was reprinted by Henry Heidelberg in 1848, along with Addressed to the Slaves. Named a 76 page pamphlet published in September 1829, discovered in Savannah, calling for immediate emancipation, and written by David Walker. Oh, David. Oh, he's an abolitionist dude. I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, free the slaves. <laughs> appeal to the colored citizens. Uh, David Walker's appeal was denounced as needlessly militant by this anti-slavery newspaper founded in Mount Pleasant by the Quaker abolitionist Benjamin Lundy. Um, what is this? Um, is it like the Free Soiler? Is that? Sure, say that. Free Soiler. Genius of Universal Emancipation. Oh my god. Lundy was a mentor to William Lloyd Garrison, who founded this famous anti-slavery paper yeah. in Boston with the motto, Our Country is the World. The Liberator. Okay, next. Chapter 3 of this book contains the section Hobbes and the Problem of Social Order, a critique of the brutish Hobbesian state. The introduction begins by saying that Herbert Spencer was the infinite com intimate confidant of a strange and rather unsatisfactory god whom he called the principle of evolution, a god which betrayed him. The, the problem lies in figuring out who killed Spencer. Chapter 4 is a reprint of the author's essay, Wants and Activities of the, and the Problem in the Scope of Economics. It is on Alfred Marshall, while the next six chapters discuss Del Pueyo, Pueyo, and Emile Durkheim. Published in 1937 as its author's first major work, this study sets out to identify the possible motives of normative orientation for the title idea with special reference to a group of recent European writers, as its subtitle indicates. Name this functionalist classic of sociology for ten points, the best-known book by Talcott Parsons. Uh -huh. C2. Start <laughs> 
I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Uh, what's <laughs> that <time? laughs> yeah. uh, it asserts that the Taylor expanded L series of an elliptic curve has a specific form and zero for the argument of one. Uh, name is unproven conjecture that is one of the Clay Institute Millennium Problems. No, this is, that was proven by Wiles. Oh, the Hodge? Yeah, the Hodge conjecture. Swinnerton Dyer. Progress toward a proof was made when this mathematician uh, proved the related Taniyama Shimura conjecture in 1999. Wiles. Taniyama Shimura and Dyer conjecture is related, are related to algebraic geometry, which studies the zero sets of polynomials. This fundamental structure of algebraic geometry is defined as the set of values in which a polynomial or set of polynomials is equal to zero. Is it like a... <laughs> like a <laughs> cycle? Like a cycle? Null space? I don't know. Say that. Yeah. Null space. I have variety. Okay. Oh, variety, yeah. Right, that's better. Can you set the variety first? Two more, I guess. Null space is more for vectors. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of anything. This means Early kings in this land included Ramaxos and Arola. As a more famous one took a Gadocles, prisoner and ruled from Helos. In addition to Dromahetes, another king unified these people around the sacred hill Koguyanan in the Oresti Mountains. Another king of them triumphed over Cornelius Fuscus and Tendus Julianus in two battles at Tapai. The first ruler was Boabista, who brought together their nobles called Terabostes and the peasants known as Komati to form a unified kingdom. He offered support to Pompey, but it came too late. The second ruler eventually saw his kingdom's capital, Samizigathusa, put under siege in 105 CE. As a result, that ruler, Decebalus, was killed. B2? Thrace. No. And this kingdom was annexed by Trajan. Name this ancient land east of the Danube and north of Macedon, which fought a few wars with Rome. Dacia? Yep. Dacia. 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 Okay. It's running out of time. Where are you? Alright, back to zero. Five. That's what it's celebrating. Delighted to have the honor of zero. And you predicted it. As a team effort. Yeah. <laughs> you need one. I do. Oh, man. Um, I'd like to get a positive toss up first. Uh, the, the monastic form of this religious movement originally consisted of the Windsheim Canons and the leadership of Florentius Radwines, named as Brotherhood of the Common Life, founded by Dutch ascetic Gerhard Groot around 1376. Um, no, it's modern devotion, right? Modern devotion? Yep, the principal text of the Devotio Moderna is this major work by Thomas Akempis, which we just passed itself on Imitation of Christ? Yeah, the Devotio was heavily influenced by the thought of this Dominican mystic, whose theses were condemned as heretical by Pope John XXII. He issued a defense of his positions, contending that the spark of the soul allows one to know God. Oh. So like Lul, L-U-L-L-U-L. Say it, huh? Say it. Lul. Meister Eckhart. Oh! Meister Eckhart. Meister Eckhart. I guess like Lul's like a Catalonian mystic. But I didn't know if he was a Dominican or not. the last. In one book by this poet, he addresses his subject, you like not that French novel? Tell me why. You think it quite unnatural? Let us see. And then he proceeds to detail the typical plot of a French novel. Another poem discusses a creature who rises and begins to round. He drops the silver chain of sound of many lengths without a break. In addition to poems like Lucifer and Starlight and Lark Ascending, this writer... B2? Um, B2. B2. Neckleash. No. There, I got it. <laughs> no, we're back. <laughs> I, Did someone else buzz? No, he threw down like, his buzzer and it buzzed again. Uh, he's also known for the day of the daughter of Hades and Love in the Valley. His best known poetic work opens by this uh, he knew she wept with waking eyes. This was published in Poems of the English Roadside. At several points, the work refers to the painter Henry Wallace, who carried on an adulterous relationship with Mary Ellen Peacock, this author's wife. For ten points, in this author, the collection of 50 sonnets, Modern Love, and a few novels like The Egoist. Mary. 
There's a way for it. Sounds like poetry into a narrative. I like it. That's a nice. Actually, very nearly the same topic. These agreements ended portions of the uh, uh, Navy's agreements that ended the Great Northern War. The entire war was officially ended by this uh, 1721 treaty by which Sweden agreed to cede Livonia, Estonia, yeah. Ingria, and part of Karelia. Nice yeah. Unfortunately for Sweden, this 1711 treaty signed along the namesake river ended the war between Peter the Great and the Ottoman Empire. They mandated the return of Azov to the Turks and destruction of Tangela. I don't know. Someone say it. The war between Sweden and Denmark was ended by this 1720 treaty and the namesake castle. No, it's Frederick's Borg. Okay. Uh, I guess. Von score, four boys, no goys, zero, allows the United to be an atheist, 415.